Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome again to Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler here, the Cap, along with Joel Brzezinski and our very special guest, Steve McVeigh. Uh, sort of part two in our series, I guess. You know, <laughs> I joked around a couple of weeks ago, Steve, that uh, you've been begging to get on our program for years, and this was the first time we were able to squeeze you in. I am so appreciative that you finally let me in the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever we can do to help your ministry. <laughs> well, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> Steve, uh, you've got a new a new book, fairly new book, Journeying into Intimacy. I have really gotten a lot out of listening to you and reading the things that you say about intimacy with God, something that, I don't know, perhaps a lot of Christians don't necessarily have in their life with God. Uh, they they perhaps have a faith in Christ, um, and they pray, and they maybe do the things, uh, some of the spiritual disciplines or whatever, but not necessarily having a, a deep intimacy with God. And then there are other people who claim that if you're going to preach all this grace, if you're going to preach all this uh, this intimacy with God based on his grace, you're going to get people who are just going to run into sin. You know, Too much grace is going to cause them to sin. It's going to take, cause them to turn from God. But I've kind of experienced the different, you know, a, the total opposite in my life, and I'm and I've gotten a lot of this uh, understanding from you too, Steve. That the grace walk really brings a person into intimacy with God and not the opposite. What's your experience there, Steve, with with your intimacy with God, having been been a legalistic pastor, and then understanding the grace walk and having in, true intimacy with God now? Well, I think that uh, there is a a concern among those that don't really understand the message of grace, that somehow what we're teaching is a careless lifestyle that will weaken people's commitment to the Lord and uh, cause them to be focused on other things than him. But it is a misunderstanding of grace that does that. The Apostle Paul told us that it is by the abundance of grace that we reign in life through Jesus Christ. And so authentic grace deepens intimacy with him because what grace does is it, it clears away all the, the cobwebs and all of the uh, extra baggage that, that obscures you know, the face of our Father so that when we finally get this grace walk message, we begin to see him more clearly and we understand his love for us. And to the extent that we understand his love for us, we find that there's a reciprocal love from us toward him. And we grow in love for him by understanding his love for us. So that's where the intimacy comes from. You've got this workbook on uh, journey into intimacy, Steve. Um, how does that work? Is that kind of designed for a group setting, or, or how, how is that? I know you've got DVDs, too, but I was kind of curious yeah. about how the workbook worked. It can, it can go either way. Uh, most people use it in small groups. There are people that use it individually. It is uh, a workbook, as you said. There are eight chapters in it that are really eight weekly studies. And each chapter is divided into five daily studies designed to take about 15, 20 minutes a day to go through it. And uh, uh, there are also eight 30-minute uh, videos that I, that I did. I recorded myself 
uh, or had it recorded me teaching uh, an overview of each of the weeks. I did that with a small group right in my living room. Uh, so if people want to use it in small group study, uh, they can use those videos. But it just begins at the most foundational place uh, in our Christian walk and, and takes people, I call it journey into intimacy, because uh, each chapter I, I reference as a mile marker toward a deeper intimacy with him. And uh, I've gotten a lot of good response from from that uh, as people have gone through it. Well, and, and one thing that you address in there is um, overcoming a guilty conscience. How important is it that, that believers learn how to do that? I think that a guilty conscience cap is one of the most debilitating problems that Christians in the modern church have. And a guilty conscience comes from a legalistic perspective, it comes from judging ourselves based on a standard that we have set for ourselves that God has never set for us. The father looked at the son one day, broke the heavens and spoke and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Now it is that same one, Jesus, about whom the scripture says, in him we live and move and exist. Uh, the Bible said when Christ who is our life shall appear. Jesus is not just in our life. Jesus is our life. So the Father is pleased with the Son, and we are in Christ. And so, as the Apostle Paul said, we've been made accepted in the Beloved too. God loves and accepts us and likes us. That's a key word. He likes us as much as he likes his own son, Jesus. And okay. that's my boggling. But until we believe that, we're going to live under that legalistic paradigm where we judge ourselves because of some stupid standard we hold ourselves to that God threw away a long time ago. That standard that you talk about, I know uh, when, when talking with other people who, who really are still in that, of that legalistic mindset, do you recommend or, or what's your thoughts about sharing this, this grace walk with other people who are still clinging to those legalistic things? You know, because I know that there are people who they are seeking, they know that something's wrong, they're, they're really looking for something different. And there are others who are still clinging and really want to just, you know, argue and fight about about all this stuff. Is there a difference? Do you see a, a different way to approach different people? Absolutely. I, I, when I first began to understand the message, I was a grace commando. If somebody <laughs> didn't get it, I thought it's because I wasn't making it clear enough. I thought, surely, if, if I can just explain this clearly enough, you'll understand this and you'll get excited about it. But after a while, I began to realize not everybody wants to know the message. Not everybody wants to embrace this. I've often given the illustration uh, from the movie Shawshank Redemption. I don't know if you or, uh, have seen that or how many folks that will hear us have seen that movie, but there's a scene in the movie where Andy Dufresne is sitting out in the yard, the prison yard, with Red, which was uh, Morgan Freeman's character, and they're sitting there in, in, the, in the prison yard, and Andy says to Red, he said, you know, there's a funny thing about these walls, and he points at the walls surrounding them. He said, when you first come here, you hate them. After a while, you get used to them, and all, finally, he said, you come to depend on them. And you know, a lot of folks are trapped in legalism. That's what's happened with them. They've come to depend on those rules. And in the beginning, I thought, well, everybody will want to know this. But now I take the approach uh, sort of that would, would be in line with what Jesus told the disciples about evangelism. He said, if you come to a house and there's a man of peace, go in there. But if there's not a man of peace, kick the dust off your feet and move on to the next house. So I don't spend my time arguing with people. Now, let me make sure I clarify this. There are people, and I'm this personality type myself, so I understand them well. There are people that will 
bring up objections when we share the message with them. They'll have challenging questions. They'll have objections. They'll have a lot of, well, yeah, but what about? Well, yeah, but the Bible also says, I'm not bothered by that because you don't have the kind of radical transformation in your perspective that this brings to a person who's been living in legalism without a lot of objections and questions. I don't mind that. And I will engage with those people, and I'll answer their questions, and I'll even debate the issue with them because I know what they're doing. They're wanting to learn. But then there's another category of people that are like the Pharisees. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They just want to prove you wrong. And I tell you, I think it's a waste of our time and energy to engage very long with those folks. Once we realize where they're coming from, in my opinion, we need to move on. Why do I want to waste my time trying to shove this message down the throat of somebody who doesn't want to hear it when there are plenty of people out there who are anxious to hear it and eager to, to know the truth. Hmm, that's well put. Steve, let's talk about your website, gracewalk.org. There's tons of stuff on there. Of course, you've got the online store where you you just got a, a whole bunch of, of books and other materials that people can access and purchase. But you've also got a lot of free stuff on there, too. you got blogs, newsletters, uh, devotionals. You mentioned Sunday preaching on the last program. Um, Grace Walk Internet Radio, we're pretty fond of that around here at Growing in Grace. Um, what uh, can you can you tell us a little bit about Grace Givers and and what that's all about? Well, like uh, like other ministries, our ministry is a nonprofit ministry, and we depend on folks uh, sharing you know financially with us to be able to continue. And a, a Grace Giver is a person who is a regular donor to the ministry. And uh, they are the, the lifeblood in terms of the organizational abilities that we have. Uh, they're the lifeblood of Grace Walk Ministries. And so there are regular donors every month. For those who are uh, regular donors to the ministry, I send out a, uh, a teaching. It's a complimentary teaching, just a small uh, expression of, of my gratitude toward those who believe in what we're doing enough that they want to stand with us financially. And so, you know, because of this, um, we're able to, to do the things we're doing. I mean, you know, we don't sell airtime on Grace Walk Radio, and uh, that kind of thing's not free. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a host site, there's, there are expenses, and, and everything you do in ministry, there's an expense. Somebody asked me one time, they said, why don't you give away everything free? Grace is free. I said, yeah, but the, the Internet web host is not free. You know, the, the cost of producing things is not free. I mean, you know, if everybody lived by that, it would be fine. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. So you know, the grace givers are those who, who, who stand together with us to make it happen financially. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. No, I just wanted I just I just wanted our, our listeners to be aware of that too. That there's a lot of free stuff there to access, and it's great, but it just doesn't happen by waving a magic wand. So I'm sure support is appreciated. Yeah, and I really do think that it's worthwhile uh, in getting involved in something like Grace Walk Ministries, uh, support-wise, because. You know, there's a grace revolution going on, as uh, I'm using a word that you've talked about, Steve, that you've used, uh, the grace revolution. And there are a lot of, uh, the word is getting out, but I think a lot of it, obviously God is doing it in the individual lives of people. But a lot of it flows from uh, a ministry like Grace Walk, where you, Steve, you have books, you have DVDs, you have audio, you have all these things, all these resources that are available for people. And if we can get these things into people's hands, uh, that's, you know, the Holy Spirit working in and through us. 
us to get this message of grace out. So we're really thankful for all the resources that you do have available there, Steve. And, and it is part of this wonderful worldwide grace revolution. As we wrap up, any words about that, Steve, the grace revolution that's going on uh, around the world these days? Yeah, thank you, Joel, for, for saying that. And, and I'll say that, yes, there is a, a growing spreading grace revolution. I thank God for what he has done and is doing through Grace Walk Ministries, but I want to be quick to say we stand side by side with many, many other ministries around the world who are sharing the same message. Sometimes people think, you know, they they connect to the message through a certain ministry and they think, well, that must be the only ministry in the world. I've never heard this, so why is nobody else teaching this? Well, I want to say Grace Walk is sharing the message, and I thank God for the team that we have and their commitment to make the message known. But there are many other ministries, too, all over the world. And, you know, the exciting thing to me is this is sweeping across all denominational lines. It's uh, it's sweeping across all cultures. I mean, you've got this message being plainly taught in some what we might call really strong, charismatic groups, and then you've got it being taught on the other end in what we could call some strong liturgical groups, everything in between. I mean, and it's exciting to me because I tell you, I don't care if you handle rattlesnakes or light candles, the Father wants us to know that Jesus is our life, and I'm glad to see this revolution spreading and growing, and I thank the Lord for every ministry and every person who's teaching it. And I have a rattlesnake-shaped uh, candle back home, but that's another story. Uh, we're, we're out of time for this one, guys. Uh, join us again next week, part three of our uh, of our time with Stephen Fay here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.